Some viewers may find this disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Tonight, the city of Philadelphia reckoning with the murder of a pregnant woman. Yet another devastating homicide, one of now nearly 500 in the city this year. I heard like, like nine shots. Boom, 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 boom. On Saturday night, a 32-year-old woman, Jessica Covington, murdered just after her baby shower. Detroit police are looking for this man, 45-year-old David Hammond. Police say he's armed, dangerous, and the person they say shot a mom in front of her home on Detroit's east side. Police say the mother just dropped her kids off at school moments earlier. Welcome to Real Black Contenders Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about, we're going to bring it back to the neighborhood, right? We're going to talk about the black man. We're going to talk about the black woman. We're going to talk about black children. We're going to talk about the safety of the black American woman. And we're going to talk about our niggas. Because here on Real Black Content is for podcast. We like 150, maybe 160 videos and conversations in, right? And we never talk about that nigga. You know, we try to leave him out of our... We don't like to put that nigga in our business. Uh, We don't like to put that nigga in our conversations. We don't even like to acknowledge that nigga on this platform. But sometimes, man, that nigga do so much. You just have to... Every now and then, you got to give him some airtime. It's like precautionary, right? It's like a warning almost. You know, as long as you are 25 yards ahead of this nigga or you're 30 or 35, 40 yards ahead of this nigga, you don't have to you don't have to talk about it much. You keep encouraging your people. You keep building them up. You keep talking about the history of our people. You keep talking about the greatness of the original man, whether it's in that beautiful black continent we call Africa or this beautiful black continent that we call the Americas or that beautiful black continent that we call Asia no matter where we talk about the original man we spoke we you know we talking about greatness original man and woman we talking about greatness we talking about history we talk about it all and sometimes you know we don't want to talk so much about our history about our present greatness of what we're doing now right but every now and then It'd be foolish of us if we just talk about, you know, we get stuck on that greatness and we don't blow that trumpet every now and then. This nigga is gaining steam. And he's gaining steam to such a degree that he on Real Black Consciousness Forum podcast, we teach and tell our women, black women that live in the village, don't date, don't date no niggas. If there any, if there was a time now, you gotta listen to me close, black woman. If there ever was a time to date outside your race, it's probably this is this is time. This is time. Give that Asian brother a chance. Give him the first opportunity. You are already in front of his face. You know, you you going into his his businesses. You, you got all these seafood shops in your neighborhood. He already know how to do your nails. He already can sell you some hair. That might be a come up if you get you a yellow brother, right? Because it's a 
that yellow brother, he's going to provide a level of protection for you. Right? So, you know, the old folks, the elders say, if you're going to date, date up. They even say, if you're going to cheat, cheat up. But that's a different story for a different day. When we talk about relationships, we talk about infidelity. But not today. Not today. Black woman, we're talking about the best option for your future. Right? So it's like when you're coming out of high school and you're going to another level in life. Before you go to that next level in life, when you're a senior, they sit everybody down and they start talking about career day. If not career week. And they saying, look, these may be the best options for you going forward. You may want to go to the planning work, right? Because that's what they do in Detroit. They say, take a good look at Chrysler, GM and, you know, and Ford and take a good look. If you don't like that, your secondary option may be take a good look at college. You can go to the JUCO WC3 or you can go to Wayne State University or you can go to Easton. Or you can go to Michigan or you can go to Michigan State. These are your options. This is career week. This is an option for you. If you don't like those options, the military plantation is an option for you. This is career week. Well, on Real Black Contents Forum podcast, this is like career week. And we got our beautiful black women lined up. We got you all lined up. And we saying, look, sis. You want a good option for a good quality of life, for a good community that's safe, that's drug free, that you can raise your babies in and you'll be protected in. Here's your first option. It's the yellow man. That yellow man should be your first option. That Asian brother. If you don't like him. Get a devil to look. Yeah, he's he's a devil. He's a devil. But see. Black folks, black men, niggas. See, it's a point now that niggas are so full of poison and rust that I hate to be the one to tell you this, black woman, but you're going to be safer in a a devil neighborhood, a.k.a. the so-called white man. You're going to be safer in a white, so-called white community than you will be in your own. Black woman, you want to know what it feel like to pump gas at 10 o'clock at night and don't have nothing happen to you? You, you want to know what it feel like to go to the grocery stores up until the middle of the night and nothing happen to you? You can't do that around niggas. Niggas ain't going to never give you no safe grocery store. Niggas ain't going to never have a gas station safe. And in fact, the nigga figured out a way to make the gas station the most dangerous place in the neighborhood. Now, every inner city that you go to, niggas figured out how to make that place dangerous for you. So you can't take your babies. Black women, take a look at your grandmamas. Black women, take a look at your granddads. I'm going to show you what your future is going to look like. Right? Take a good look at Big Mama. Take a good look at Big Daddy. You know what time Big Mama and Big Daddy go to sleep? They in bed at 5 and 6 o'clock. Right? You ever ask yourself why? Damn, Big Mama, why you go to bed so early? Big Mama, why you in the house so early? Damn, Granddaddy, why you in the house so early? Why why y'all do this? Because through the years, they had to adapt to their environment. 
it wasn't safe for the elders to be out past six o'clock. No, no, no. They're not dodging no devils. They're not dodging. They're not dodging that Asian man. No, no, no. They dodging niggas. So that's your future, black woman. You're going to be in the house at six o'clock. You want to see seniors out and about late in the evening? You got to go to the suburbs. I didn't think old folks left their house until I went to the suburbs. And then you start seeing 60-year-old women with their husbands, 7, 7.30, all at Walmart, all at Kroger's, right? I never seen that because that don't happen in the neighborhood. Our elders is in the bed sleep because they know niggas is out there after six o'clock and it's gonna get dark and you know to our elders it get dark early especially in the late fall and winter time and they definitely gonna be in the house because niggas is out there that's your future black woman don't you want to live life you, you're all at the gym now why are we going to work hard just to go to bed at six o'clock you got to get away from niggas it's a sad thing but let me tell you something when you start talking about doing better yo the first Step, not the second step. The first step when you want to do some recovery is admittance. And I can admit to you, this black man in America, he ain't going to never provide you a safe community. That shit ain't going to never happen. It's never going to be drug free. It's going to be full of violence. He's there. It's not going to be drug free. It's going to be full of violence. And this guy, I'm telling you, he's a sexual goddamn. He's the most sexual person on the planet. All he want to do is freak. He, these niggas, they feel like they are entitled to unlimited amount of orgasms. And he had chased that orgasm so much that if you're not careful, he'll sneak into your daughter's bedroom. If you're not careful, this nigga will sneak into his sister's or his half sister bedroom. If you're not careful, this nigga was sneaking to his own cousin's bedroom. And then he'll break it down. Man, that's first cousin, second cousin, third cousin. Ain't th- this nigga got a whole system about getting an orgasm. If you're not careful, your uncle, he'll dip into his nieces because he's a nigga. He's a nigga. You got to watch your boyfriend. You got to watch your uncles. Around you and your baby. Because this, this nigga, his handshakes is a little bit too long. It's, it's, it's getting a little too long. You can't even send your babies to the Reverend Porkchop no more. You can't even send them to the church house. Because sometimes them niggas is wolves in sheep clothing. So we don't talk about that. So where you going to find your safety at? Where you going to find your safety at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original man, yeah, he can he can drop that pole until it's swole. But just remember, sex is 30 minutes long. 30 minutes long? It ain't really 30 minutes long because these niggas ain't got no condoms. So sex is really like uh, about 7 to 10 minutes long. And then what? You got like 23 hours left in the day. What you gonna do with this nigga after that? Can't do much with this nigga. Today's conversation, we're going to read some articles, right? We're going to start in the Detroit News. Black woman, I'm talking to you. I want you to share this. Listen to me, sister. I need you to share this with other black women. 
right? I need you to share this with other black American women. Do that for your brother, VJ. The Detroit News, right? This is published November the 22nd. We're just going to take a quick look at the last 30 days. What's been going on in our neighborhoods in the last 30 days, right? Investigators have arrested a second man in the connection with last week's shooting death of a 40-year-old woman who was killed in the driveway of her east side home shortly after dropping her children off at school. Let's stop. That's you, black woman. Police picked up a nigga. The nigga that they picked up is 45 years old. So we're going to talk about these ages too. The sister that lost her life and was killed by a nigga, the nigga that shot her, that's in question, is 45 years old. It's 45 years old. Think about that. We in Detroit, right? Let's leave Detroit east side. Let's go to Chicago. Right? Let's go to Chicago. We at ABC 7 Chicago. The headline reads, Mother killed steps from Rosa Memorial for her son, 14. Feared of death and family, friend says. This is published November the 26th. So what's actually happened in Chicago when you read the article is that uh, it was a 14-year-old uh, soldier, uh, young prince. He was killed. He was shot and killed. And then his mom, who was like 31 years old, you know, they had a memorial for the son that was killed at 14. And, you know, that's what we do in the neighborhood, you know. Young 14-year-old get killed, so we build a memorial. We put some, you know, we go up to the to the dollar store and we buy up all this stuff. And we put candles and we buy teddy bears and we put sometimes old clothing, you know, old things that was close and dear to this person's heart. We put it, we make a memorial for this person, uh, normally at the place that they were killed at. And then we do our best in paying the respects to the dead, right? So mom was doing that. Mom Dukes was doing that. And while she's doing that, she was shot in the chest. She was killed either on the way there or on the way back. And the suspects that they have on a surveillance camera is two niggas. Young niggas. Right. OK, so now these two young niggas is like late teens, early 20s as they look on a surveillance camera. So now we go back to Detroit. OK, we say, well, this nigga that shot this sister. He 45 years old. And then you go to Chicago and you say, these two young niggas is young niggas. And they like like early 20s, late teens, right? Um, when I use the term nigger to paint an image for you guys, it's like Frankenstein, right? Frankenstein was a, uh, he is like, a, he's a fictional character. But the origin is... And, you know, I'm not so well versed on the origin, but Frankenstein was made in a laboratory. A bunch of devils got together and um, they created a monster. And then Frankenstein, he kind of like, you know, the devils created him a certain kind of way. But he he became uncontrollable towards he's a Frankenstein. Um, the American nigger and Frankenstein is the same thing. 
niggas was created by the devil. The devil made niggas up. And the devil knows the inner and outer workings of this nigga before he even do it because they created him. Right? He, he's like almost, he's like an agent amongst us almost. So you got the original man, you got the original woman, you got the original family, and then amongst us is sprinkled, is niggas sprinkled amongst us. And he was created in a laboratory in America. So, you know, you can build a nigga because niggas are controlled by what they see and by what they hear. Right? So you can make up a nigga. It doesn't, it's not hard. Um, you know, niggas have like a childlike mentality. So what happens is that they're going to be overly influenced by media, right? Through movies, through music. And the way you stop this nigga behavior is you have to give them a present and daily representation of the male God image, which means the black man got to be inside at home. Right? Because what happens is that we can go through inner city, through inner city, through inner city, and you will see that the bulk of these violent crimes are committed by bastards. It's hard, but it's true. You know, look, the feds already came out with that report already, right? The feds said that 90% when they talk about black folks, 90% of niggas that's in the federal prison come out of single parent households. You would think certain shit like this will wake people up. Say, well, damn, this shit ain't working. Trying to be a father outside the home ain't working. No, no, no. Niggas still going to do that. Niggas want to run their household from not being in the household. Because he want a peace of mind. Talk to these niggas. While they ain't... These niggas put kids all over the city. And these are the kids that end up. That's the niggas we reading about. These niggas that's doing this kind of shit, they're not coming from two parent households. It just don't, that shit don't work like that. You know, in fact, the kids from a two parent household, they're normally more softer, more tender. And then when you got tender, softer kids that's come from a single parent household, and this is sad, these are black women that got single, that they're single parents, and they don't live around niggas. They live out in the suburbs with the devil. Now imagine that Black women can live around a so-called white man now, Who's the biggest terror on the planet But his terror is not even at the level of niggas Can you imagine that? We would never thought Listen to me This, this is through our Listen Through our sojourn in America Nobody would never thought That it'd be safer For our women to live around devils but it's it's not it's not so safe but it is safe but niggas and became so wicked that black women got a better chance living in the so-called white man neighborhood in the so-called yellow man neighborhood she's gonna be safe around asians she's gonna be safe around the devil Black woman, you can't go to the, the gas station at 10 o'clock in your neighborhood. That shit ain't going to never happen. It ain't going to never happen. Then this nigga can't keep his, he can't keep his hands to himself. You know what I'm saying? You, Many of y'all ain't got no waist. Many of y'all got big breasts. Many of you got big thighs. Many of you got big asses. 
the average black woman, she's good looking. The average one is good looking. And you're around a, a sexual monster who can't control himself. Your neighborhoods ain't safe. I don't give a damn if you 40 or you 31 going to pay respect to your son that was just killed by some niggas. Them niggas will turn back around and kill you. And we're reading a story about that right now. You know what they're doing in Chicago? They're getting ready for the game. They come on Sunday and Monday night. They're getting ready for football. That's what they're getting ready for. These niggas love sports. These niggas know more about sports than they know about their own children. Yo, I'm going to tell you a story, right? Check this out. Yo, when I used to go to the PTA meetings, I'm the only black father there. Ain't no niggas in there. Niggas don't care about their kids' future. They don't care about their kids' teacher. They don't know their kids' teacher. They don't give a shit. This is why I'm telling black women, listen, you at, you at career day. I'm, I'm telling you options. I'm an original man. I ain't going to fake you out. I'm going to say, yo, niggas got too much poison and rust on them. That's what the messenger said. Niggas got too much poison and rust on them. Do you know what poison is? Poison is something that can only hurt you if you digest it or you touch it. So the messenger said poison and rust. Think about that. Just think about the science behind the words that he used, Mr. Muhammad, in describing the wicked amongst our people. Poison and rust. When you start talking about ethnicities, the first image that comes to mind is always the male. Niggas is the biggest embarrassment of America. Because he don't stand for nothing. He don't have an image. The devil controls his image. And he followed the image that the So the devil got together and said, let us make nigga. Just like the Jews say. He said, let us make man. Devils got together and said, let us make niggas. And they continue to make niggas every day. And now the numbers is getting up. We got to pay attention to these niggas now. Because the numbers keep rising, rising, rising. It's not going low. It keep going up, 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 up. Let us make nigga. Yo, watch this. I'm going to show you what a nigga is, right? If you have a conversation, because most of these niggas have babies out of wedlock, they impregnate these women, and then they don't even, they're not there. They're not, they're not going to provide, protect, and instruct, and in certain cases, avenge and revenge, because that's the whole duty of men, Right? If you miss it, black woman, I, I say you again. My job, my role as a man is, is just five things. It's, it's kind of easy because it's just five things I have to do. Provide, protect, instruct, avenge, and revenge, right? Now, a man with knowledge of self knows that these five things must be done in the home. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to provide protect and instruct niggas is trying to do this outside the home niggas want to live the next neighborhood over the next city over the next state over how you going to provide protect and instruct for your household you're not even there he's he don't really care so now we talk about the child's development right niggas is not interested in a child's development niggas is interested in busting a nut niggas is interested in on how fine you is how big your ass is and he just think about freaking 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 right so you got to be careful because if you just date the nigga 
he'll end up in your daughter's bedroom. One day he in your bedroom, next day he picking in your daughter's bedroom. And if you're babysitting, he picking in, in your daughter's neighborhood and he looking at your niece, right? She's getting older every day. He's a nigga. This is the part we don't like to talk about. You know, this is why you got uncles shaking your hand a little too long, uncles hugging you a little too long, because he's a nigga. This is what happened, right? So, but I'm going to talk about the development. Let's get back to the development. Ask one of these niggas, you know, have a conversation, and you say, uh, any nigga that you're hanging out with, and he got kids, and you say, um, say, yo, yo, Jamal, just make a small talk. Say, Jamal or Jamarcus, let me ask you something. Say, uh, which one of your, you know, could you name me like three of your kids' favorite teachers? Right? Because most likely, you know, you're talking to a man and, you know, his his child is probably in middle school or at this point, high school. Or his, his child could be even in college at this point. And just makes more so. So, yeah. Could, what, what was your, and your, you know, while your kid was growing up, you know, your daughter or your son, uh, what three teachers, you know, you think impacted their life the most? And just look at that nigga face when you ask him that. He don't know. He don't have a clue. He's not interested in. How would he know who his kids teaches? He don't know. And then when you get him on a level, say, well, could you name me any three of your kids teachers? This nigga don't know. Niggas is not interested in shit like that. He don't know. He don't even care to know. But that same nigga that couldn't name you none of his kids teachers. He could tell you about. What the Lakers stats going to be and who they going to draft and who they what piece that they need to get to the next level. And he can tell you who the Cowboys need and what piece that they need to get to the next level. He can break down boxing left and right. And he because that's the nigga. They're not interested in the development of their own children. They're not. And I'm telling black women, they think I'm bugging. I'm like, yo, you might want to look at these. You know, these yellow niggas at this point, you need to start looking at these Asians because I could tell you when you sitting at the job with these guys and you talking, they kid can be in college and all this old kind of shit. And while y'all having the conversation, you like um, they start talking about all of their kids, teachers and this and that. And many of us that's black fathers, we can get in that conversation because we know our kids teachers, too. But the nigga at the lunch counter that's sitting at the table across from us, he can't get in that. Kind of, he don't know. He's waiting for the conversation to shift back to sports. Because that's where he's more comfortable at. This is because he's a nigga. So you got to think, black woman, if this man is not interested in the development of your babies, this is where they end up at. We read about them on the news. They went and shot this person, went and shot that person. That's it. I can guarantee you, these niggas that's pulling these triggers, I don't care if they're 45, I don't care if they're in their 20s, they're coming out of homes that's full of single parents. Which means that he's impregnating you and he's out of there. He's not there. He's going to try to run the home from outside the home. And then niggas make it. Oh, you know, I could be a good father. Not be there. I could be a good father. My nigga, let me tell you some cold shit. You can't even raise a dog and not be there. You can't even raise a Rockweller. Can you amaze? Look, check this out. I, I want you guys to do an experiment, Right. No, no, no. This is just a mental experiment because you can't, you know, animal rights laws, you know, if you disrespect niggas, you stay free or you disrespect these devil's animals, they can put your ass under the jail. But just think about this, right? Let's just say me and you today, we went out and we got a German Shepherd. 
and we got a Rockweller, something like that, right? And we got some type of pet, but preferably a dog. And then we put the dog in a garage, right? And then we live four or five neighborhoods over from the dog. And we come see the dog once a week. We come pick up the dog on the weekends. And then we feed the dog when we see him. And then we pay somebody else to feed the dog when we're not there. What kind of relationship do you think this dog owner is going to have with the dog? He's not even there. He popping in once a week. He's a weekend dad. He popping in once a week with the dog and this and that. And then primarily everybody else in the neighborhood, he's a neighborhood dog. So you, you got him chained up in the backyard to the garage. And you come once a week and you feed him and you pick him up and you drive him back off after the weekend. And then when you drive back off, everybody in the neighborhood, come pet him, talk to him throughout the whole week. And you see him once a week. But you may send some money over every now and then. Right. OK. Who's going to have the influence on your pet? Are you going to have the major influence of the people that's in the neighborhood? Come touching, observing, petting, playing every now and then. And who's going to have Where's this dog loyalty is going to be? Now, you take you. That's how you raising your pet from four or five neighborhoods over. But you got another pet owner that the dog lives with him. The neighborhood is not, they can't come into his house and pet because he got a house dog. He's the only one that's over that pet. He's the only one over that canine. And he sees his dog every day. Feeding, clothing, pet the dog, watch the dog, take the dog down to the dog cleaning the whole night. Who's going to have the better relationship with their pet? Common sense to tell you, you can't even raise a damn dog without being in a household. Not no nigga. A nigga think he can be out of state, in a whole nother neighborhood, in a whole nother everything, and just have, oh, I got a good relationship with black women. That's what you're dealing with. We had, uh, we in Philadelphia, right? We're in Philadelphia. I ain't gonna hold you long. We at ABC Six, and it says police have not identified the suspect, but confirms that he is a person of interest wanted for questioning in the death of 55-year-old Eloise Harmon. Harmon was shot and killed on Wednesday near Seventh and Jackson Street in South Philadelphia. Video captured the frantic moments as she yelled, "Call 911!" Seconds later, you can hear multiple gunshots being fired. Harmon's killing marked the city's 500th homicide. The milestone tied the 1990 record of 500 homicides, but we got a whole nother month to go. What did this mean? Niggas have taken over Philadelphia. Police believe that this shooting was in nature, domestic in nature. Okay, okay, okay. Um, let's talk about the 500 homicides in Philadelphia. Who else is talking about that? Have anybody seen Black Lives Matter? No, anybody see Black Lives Matter? You're, you know them niggas ain't coming around that. They need a devil to pull that trigger for it to make the television. Niggas killing niggas is as American as apple pie. So they not going to be there. 500 homicides. That's an assault on black women. 500 homicides. And we got another month, no, another month to go. 500 homicides in Philadelphia. Uh, I don't even want to do the quick math. I don't want to say how many times do 11 go into 500. And then we have a monthly rate. And then from that monthly rate, we can make a weekly rate. But I don't want to do that. Um, 
But this is an assault on a black woman because, of course, for us to get from the unseen world, which is the spiritual world, into the physical world, we got to come through the door. And the door of planet Earth is the womb of a woman. So all of these 500 people that was killed in Philadelphia came through the womb of a woman. So that's a, another level of pain right there. Mothers are burying their children at an alarming rate. But where though? In the black neighborhood. In the black community. Now we got to be straight with ourselves, right? These 500 homicides, the Ku Klux Klan didn't do it. No, 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 they didn't do it. Y'all talk all this. These racists, this, these racists, this. No, 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 no. Niggas did this. Now, where's the black man in Philadelphia that's talking about this? Like, where the black man at in Philadelphia that talk about this? I ain't seen nobody talking about this. I ain't seen nobody talking about this. I ain't seen nobody speaking on this. I ain't seen nothing. Again, we ain't gonna see no Black Lives Matter. You know, no folks don't come. Man, you know, no folks don't come around for shit like that, man. Black women can't tell me that they feel safe. How? 500 people? This year now? Where's Al Sharpton at? Anybody seen Jesse? They busting over there in Chicago. Anybody seen Jesse? Ain't nobody seen Jesse. Nobody seen the Rainbow Coalition. Where are these um, the colleges at? Where's these? Where the Omegas at? And the the niggas with them canes and they be barking in these alphas and no 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 they're not there. You know those college niggas they've been smart they've been got away from y'all niggas they shit. The minute they got out that HBCU, the minute they graduated. They got them a wife and they, they got up out of there because they seen that they couldn't do nothing with that nigga. There was a sister that sent me a link, right? Um, uh, sister Phoenix Moon, right? She sent me a link. We were talking about Black Lives Matter. Uh, nobody seen them. You know, they got a young artist in Memphis. He was killed. And uh, entrepreneur, father, the whole nine. Nobody's seen Black Lives Matter yet. And then she sent me a link. And then I'll take a look at the link. And then you got Black Lives Matter in New York. And they're talking about um, the uh, the mayor select who's going to take office shortly. Um, he's going to try to implement some of uh, Rudy Giuliani's tactics. I think the stop and frisk is the main one to get those niggas in New York under control. Right. And Black Lives Matter is they're pushing back against that. And I'm going to say this, see, you know, that's that's embarrassing to have a government have to step in to try to like fix. They, they got to fix your neighborhoods. The government. God damn. Like, you know, that reminds me of Jim Crow Joe who had to push the crime bill to get niggas to stop selling dope. Because niggas wouldn't stop selling dope because they was getting too much money. And he had to start putting niggas in jail for 20, 30, 40 years to just break up the whole thing. Because they refuse to stop selling dope to each other. Because what, what you do when you a nigga is anything that's negative, you look up to it. So you look up to the best fighter. You know what I'm saying? 
and and niggas so full of poison and rust that if you go out and fight and you just whooping four or five devil's ass every week a nigga look at you like man you ain't doing nothing you just you just fighting them white boys you ain't really doing shit you you don't get no street cred for that you want to get you some credit for being a good fighter a nigga got to go beat another nigga ass to get him some street cred think about how sick that is man man that's some sick shit man you don't get no credit for, we, for, for jumping on the devil. The devil ain't nothing to jump on. You want to get you some real credit? Whoop a nigga ass. Black woman, you better get away. <laughs> There's still some time, sis. You better get away. You better get away. That man ain't going to protect you. Work for goddamn. We in Philadelphia still. Pregnant woman and unborn child shot to death in Philadelphia while unpacking baby shower presents. Article, November the 25th. Everything happened in the month of November. So now sisters are being killed coming out they coming from their own baby shower shot down. Niggas is putting a gun on their own woman. You know what's so sad? We would have saved her. You know, because all these three, these situations sound pretty domestic, except for the one in Chicago. You know what's so sad, and what could have saved these sisters if they dated a so-called white man, they wouldn't be in this trouble. If they dated a so-called yellow man, they wouldn't even be in this trouble. And you know, I always say the yellow man should be the black woman's first option because see that that so-called white man, he a freak, man. He, you know, he be. He believe in S&M and he tying motherfuckers up and he doing bondage sex and he, you know, he, um, he taking semen and he's splattering semen all on your face and he's putting semen in your mouth and, you know, he's just, he throw that, he throw semen all over the place when it comes to a woman. But guess what? That devil through pornography, he didn't tell niggas to do that to you too. So now niggas is tying you up. Niggas got foot fetishes and. Niggas taking semen and splattering semen in your face. Who taught him that? That's not that's not an old tradition. That's not what we were taught in the village to do doing it. Do sex? During intercourse? No, no, we never no, that's not our thing. Where did he get this deviation from? The devil taught him that. This nigga want to come in your mouth. Huh? He making songs in his art. And he's yelling on the hook. Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. You know what I'm saying? Urban radio didn't know what the hell that was. They were putting that shit on the radio. Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, skeet, skeet, skeet. Uh, Goddamn. Nah, I'm riding in a vehicle with my wife. And they got a new song on the radio. Another nigga talking about he want to have a, a throat baby. <laughs> I said, God damn, boy, this nigga, this nigga can't be helped. No, you can't help this nigga. This nigga say a throat baby. A throat baby? Man, black woman, you better get free. You better get you some freedom, goddamn. This man do all this shit. He can't even protect you and he won't. He want a high standard when he with you. This, this nigga want he this nigga got a high standard for you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do everything right. You know, you gotta work, 
you got to freak like a porn star. You got to cook like, uh, you know, uh, I almost said uh, Martha Stewart. I don't even think I think that's a hustle. But you got you got to cook like Big Mama of old, right? He wants you to be a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. That means he wants to splatter semen all on your face. And you got to be extra loyal to him. You know what I'm talking about? Because if you just let somebody else sniff on that thing, he going to get rid of you. And you got to do all that for him. And what is your reward? So this is what I want you to do, black woman. Right? After you have sex, right, with your black man, and he didn't put his penis all in your mouth, and he slapped you around in the face with, the, with his rod, you know what I'm talking about? Because that's that's what these men is doing. Now, he didn't, he didn't splatter semen on your stomach or on your backside or all on your face, right? And you clean yourself up, and you're doing all that for him, right? You're doing that to please him. I want you to look him in his eyes and say, baby, I want you to please me now. And when he asks you how, say, I want you to provide me a safe community. I want you to provide me a safe community. Can you do that for me? And wait for his answer. And I want you to ask him, I say, say, I want you to provide me with a drug-free community, right? And then you wait for an answer. And then you say, you know what? I want you to provide our children with a drug-free and safe community. And then you know what he's going to do? In order for him to make that a reality, that black man that you love so much that you got to freak and do all this shit so much for, in order for him to get that to you, he will have to pack you up, pack everything up y'all got, and he's going to have to take you to a so-called white community. Or he's going to have to take you to a so-called Arab community. Or he's going to have to take you to a so-called Asian community. And what I'm saying to you, sis, is if you want to be protected, right? If you want to live in a safe neighborhood, you want to live in a drug-free neighborhood where you and your babies feel all right, instead of a black man taking you out there, you can just cut the middleman and go directly to the source. And the hell... Of the neighborhood that he created Let him deal with that And you and your babies Go get free Because if we all can't make it to freedom A real man with knowledge of self If he can't get to that promised land If he can't get there with you At the very least a man Want his women and children to be safe and because I want our women and children to be safe, I'm telling you, freedom is not here, sis. It's not here. Freedom is you being with another man. It's hard for me to say, but it's true. Peace and black power to you, family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Hey, yo, this is Real Black Car to the Fun Podcast, man. It's Big VG, man. I get it with you guys later. Peace.